Hey guys, I'm Danny. And I'm EJ. And this is the Your Living Proof Podcast. Where we talk about addiction and how it affects the family, from the brutal to the beautiful and everything in between. Hey, we're so excited to be back for our second episode. Um, We hope you enjoyed the first one, getting to know us a little bit. And uh, it was our first take, so bear with us as we get better at this. We want to be transparent and to be ourselves so that our message gets communicated properly. But, you know, as the intro says, we do everything from the brutal to the beautiful and everything in between. I did sled pushes this morning at the gym, and that might be one of the most brutal things I do there. So I'm feeling really good, feeling accomplished today. But my wife and I are back here again, desiring to be vulnerable, to be open, to share parts of our life like we mentioned in the first episode, that were difficult. Parts in our life when we struggled and experienced pain, the lessons we learned from them, the help that we received from others, and then the application of doing that and and, and how it transformed our life. My wife used a phrase, what was it? Stars are born from chaos. Yes, even though she says it to me all the time. She says it better than me. I think I just like hearing her say it coming right out of those beautiful lips. So anyway, it is true. And through the things we endured before we met one another, we redefined ourselves. We improved ourselves. We came to know and develop a real relationship with God and many other things that allowed us to give each other the best version of ourselves. Was that the sweetest thing I've told you all week? It's only Monday. <laughs> yes. Starting off on a good note. Really, but what we want to discuss in this episode, just to make it worthy of your time, we understand your time is valuable. We want to share with you the two reasons why people fail. Now, these two points, or these two hinge points where everyone fails, don't necessarily apply just with addictions. They can apply with anything, with people's attempt for weight loss. Even if your attempt is to have a better attitude, whether it's lying, whether it's judging other people, or whether it's drinking in the closet or shooting heroin in your veins, the reality is everybody fails at two times, two different points. And my wife will always correct my grammar at home, so I hope on these microphones she does the same thing. I definitely will. Okay, good. There's a few words I actually figured out at 43 years of age I was saying incorrectly. Woof. Woof. I'll be like, did, did you get a woof of that? And it wasn't until just recently she explained that I was saying that incorrectly. It doesn't make sense <laughs> at all. Okay, so these two points where everyone fails. Number one, they fail to even attempt, right? There are people who, you know, if they don't like the way they look, if it's an addiction they have to drugs or alcohol, pornography, They continually want to do something about it, but they never get to the starting point. Am I saying that right? Yeah, absolutely. Like they know it's a problem. They can acknowledge it. They could even say it out loud, but that's where it starts and stops. And let me just speak from personal experience um, from an addiction to drugs and alcohol. Now that addiction obviously entailed many other things, right? Whenever you have an addiction, you begin to develop other things. (laughs) poor qualities, lying, deceiving, manipulating. It ends up affecting your health. So you're eating all combined, right? Well, you fail to show up because never in the history of mankind 
that I have seen, heard of, or witnessed in any way has someone showed up, pulled the family together, sent out a formal invite for everyone to rally around and stood in front of their family and proclaimed, my life has become unmanageable. I need help. Never happened, never will. And so for people who are suffering to actually show up doesn't happen unless the people around them are ready to intervene. Because I always tell my wife, you know, in the world of recovery, there are three things that intervene every single time. Do you remember what those are? Jail, institutions, and death. Correct. Jail, institutions, and death. So it could be a judge that intervenes, could be being sentenced in jail, institutions, could be in the, the loony house, which I once was. You can be in rehabs, you can be in different programs, or for some, and we all know far too many, it's the end. So people fail to show up. We're going to talk about this more, but why do they fail? Why? How come when their life is so unmanageable, they're now homeless, they've lost their job, their relationships are falling apart, they're, they're, their health is in jeopardy, why can't they just stop, right? And isn't that the thing that you hear the most when you're talking to an individual saying, I just don't get it. Like their life is, it sucks. Like I would hate their life. Like why can't they just wake up? Like why, why, why are they choosing this? Yes. Will you please talk to them? Can you talk some sense into them? Yes. Every time. So we all do feel that way because when you are not in their shoes, here's a key point for all you mamas out there, dads, spouses who look at them and wonder why can you not see how bad things are getting? Even if it gets to the point where someone's children are taken from them, they're now facing t- serving time in jail. How come they cannot see how bad it is? Yeah, wh- wake up, just stop. The problem with addiction, and you can argue this all day, left and right, up and down, being an, a, an, il- an illness, a disease, eventually long-term addiction affects the way people think and operate. 100% scientific proof. Your brain doesn't properly function the same way it would for someone who doesn't use, someone who doesn't hasn't developed a chemical addiction. So they can't see it. And even if they can, they're terrified. They are paralyzed by fear and discomfort to even face this monster in front of them. So number one, failure is even showing up. We're going to dive into that deeper, maybe in this episode and some others, as to how those people who love them, want them to change, can help. How can you support and how can you alter the outcome? Number two is relapse, falling off the bandwagon, whatever you want to call it. Even if you're trying to eat healthy and you've started a a diet and exercise plan, you do it, you do it, you do it. And then what happens to everybody? It's somebody's birthday and there's cake. (laughs) What are they supposed to do? Say, no, I can't have your cake. Yeah. They work real hard. They go on vacation. They start eating unhealthy. They come home, keep it going right now. When it, applies to addiction, whether they're sexual addiction, substance abuse, any of those, people finally show up to the race, they start the race, they're doing the best they can, and they fail. In, you know, in the world of recovery, they always say relapse is part of recovery. It's a very debatable topic, but what they mean by that is part of healing and part of recovery includes failures. Okay, now there's, that's another heavy topic we can dive into later on, but 
the main reason, and I'll tell you, this is just based upon, I'm not declaring anything that I know, but this is based upon experience. Watching the same story unfold thousands of times, literally thousands of times, the reason people fail is for lack of a long and rigorous program, lack of continued support, meaning we got them into rehab. They were in there for 30 days. We just paid this massive bill, right? We just put it on my credit card, paid this massive bill for rehab. They came home and three weeks later, they failed. They went back, they used, they drank. Everybody throws their hands up. It's over. That's the second way in which people fail. They attempt, they're in it, they're trying, and then they fall off the bandwagon. And the second they do, everybody sounds the alarm, returns back to the old behavior patterns they have, which is anger, fear, resentment, and we have a mess. Again, same mess, same different mess. day. Same mess. Yep, for, for the person who's actually suffering with the addiction, but same mess the entire family's in. Correct. So... So here's the million dollar question. Why why would you choose to dive into this muck? This mess. No, truly for the simple fact that during the last it's coming up on 14 years. Yep. I I have been open and honest about my story and I have just heard the same story on repeat so many times. They all started to blend together and, and it was it was amazing. How many people were experiencing the same thing, either with themselves or someone they loved? We want so bad. We're trying so hard. We've done everything. We failed. It's almost like a song. We want so much. We've tried so hard. But all we've done is failed. <laughs> <laughs> so, He's going to start beatboxing, yeah. guys. Watch out. <laughs> I will. I, I didn't think that was going to tell like so, episode five. No, but... I, like other men, wanted to go, you know, conquer the business world, be successful. We owned and operated some restaurants for a long time. Did pretty well, worked my guts out. To this day, I will proclaim owning and operating restaurants might be the only thing as hard, some days harder than overcoming a drug addiction. So to all you people out there doing that, kudos to you. Um, but no, truly. Yeah, why are you like digging in the dirt here you know well going places uh, where most people avoid okay the honest truth to be sentimental it is the way that i give back it is the way that i take the ugliest darkest nastiest thing that happened in my life and somehow transfer it into a thing of beauty and it happens little by little. I feel like every person I've helped is just one more way I can say to to God and to everyone else who helped me along the way, thank you. Yeah. It's one well, more way that I can help look myself in the mirror and, and feel proud of where I am today and, and what I've accomplished. Because that healing in my life never came in one moment. There wasn't just one moment when I surrendered and turned my will and power over to, to God did my life completely transform it was little by little yeah and every time i helped it does two things one hopefully it helps that person in some way and two is it helps remind me of where i was how easily i could be back there if, if i don't keep doing all the things i'm supposed to and it 
also gives me a little bit of gratitude for where I am and where I've come from. So Living Proof was started for one purpose. And I'll be true, my wife helps refine everything I say. So this is what I feel, but she helped me say it, is to help more families have success at recovery. Because how many, I mean, how many people do you think you, you have get a week that say, oh my gosh, um, I know you're, you know, X amount of years clean. How did you do it? I need you to help my sister or my cousin or my yeah, several spouse. times, anywhere from three to 10 times a day. Someone reaches out in one manner or another and says, yes, can you reach out and talk to my husband or talk to my daughter, talk to my sister? And I realize that people want help. They want to help their loved one. They just don't know how. Right. And, and, and when you get to statistics, here's the statistic. In, in the U.S., it's somewhere between 10, 11% of people with known addictions get treatment. In communities like mine here in Utah where we live, it's less than the nation average. So less than 10% of people with known addictions. And here's the kicker. This is the funny part because this statistic is stupid. Less than 10% of people with known addictions. Known means they either got busted, someone told, they've been to the hospital, right? So it's already been known. Less than 10% get help. Well, where are most addictions hiding? In the closet. Nobody in the closet, knows. secret. So <laughs> the number's far worse. Very few people with known addictions are getting help. And I believe wholeheartedly it's because of the failure for the family and those who love them understanding how to help. Because ultimately, here's the kicker. Everyone always says, well, they're going to want it for themselves. They're going to have to really want this. Of course, and they do. But they are a wreck. They are dealing with an illness in their brain that is rotting them to the core. You think they want that? That person that you love, when you look at them with almost disgust and, and, and empathy right now, you, you don't think that they want differently? It's the failure for the family to help because why? The family, and you all have your own problems, you know that. The family is the only one that's equipped to help them for many reasons. You're one that has money. <laughs> You may still have a car, but the main reason is you have your wits about you, the desire and the ability to help them when they are being crippled, shackled, and imprisoned by something that is holding them down. Now that I want everyone to know holds true to depression, pornography, all sorts of sexual Eating addictions. disorders. And when people are suffering and those around them fail to act, to intervene. If the family does not intervene, tell them one more time, who will? Jail, institutions, or death. So That's I think it. the best way for someone to intervene would be the family. Way better than a judge. Way better than a jail cell. Way better than institutions and way better than death. Okay, so having said that, then Living Proof Recovery Services, who is it for? Yes, thank you. Most importantly, we need everyone here to understand none of this is intended to give to your spouse or your daughter who is an alcoholic or a meth addict. I'm telling you, share it with them. It might give them a warm and fuzzy feeling for a moment. The living proof, the courses we created online. Your story might give them a warm and yeah, fuzzy feeling. But living proof, 
Academy, which is our online courses and the one-on-one consulting that we do is meant for mom. It's meant for the spouse. It's meant for the brother, the sister. It's meant for grandma, grandpa, the person who is fighting to save their loved one. That's who it's for. That's who it's for. The person who's already gone, read every book they can, spoke to everyone they know about, done everything they could, researched everything they could, sat up at night when everyone else is asleep and your loved one's off who knows where, on the streets, doing whatever they do, is sitting there on their computer with their face lit up from the screen on their computer Googling, what do I do? How do I help my loved one? Mm-hmm. Or just praying their hearts out that they'll want to change. Praying their hearts out morning and night. The person who is left saying, if we don't do something, so-and-so is going to die. So what we did is when we sat down, my wife, again, who makes everything in my life more sensible and better, said we really need to define what we're doing. And so she said, who are you trying to target? I began to cry. My mom. I'm trying to target my mom. Or my dad, that person who is desperately trying to figure out what they can do to help their loved one. So our courses were created specifically for you. Now, right now we have a series of four courses. That course completes itself in a bundle. And really to sum it up, go ahead. Okay, so... The most asked question Mr. Living Proof gets hands down is, um, what is your program? So why don't you answer that? Uh, Yeah, and I think it's because there are lots of programs out there. For example, in our great state of Utah, there's 60 plus treatment centers out there. They're opening constantly because there's demand. Well, they range, they vary in in, in their approach. Um, My program is not, a program like a rehab facility. My program is a series of courses that we have put into a digital format online for the mom or dad or the spouse that walk them through the process of what's going on, how do we help our loved one, and what do we do moving forward? How do we alter the outcome? And so I've helped people in one of two ways. One is I work one-on-one with people all the time. Number two is we've created a series of courses from firsthand experience where people have really, we've had really good reviews and feedback on our online digital courses is it's not textbooky. It's not um, scientific stuff that puts people to sleep, nor is it from a clinical standpoint with words and acronyms people don't understand. It's how did, for example, in my life, an addiction of many years come to an abrupt halt in a matter of months once my family learned what it was going to take to help or to alter the outcome. Right. And really just to sum it up, those courses online are something that you can watch. You don't have to reach out. You don't have to tell anyone. You can, you can finally, for the first time in your life, read something who has been in your loved one's shoes. Someone who has been there who can tell you, this is what I need, even though they can't right now, this is what you're going to have to do to help me. So for example, in course one, we talk about you. We talk about the, the family. What are you doing that's keeping them sick? Because yes, you are playing a role in this right now. And in course number two, we talk about our secrets that keep us sick, about how sick your loved one is right now, why they can't understand, why they can't see these defer- desperate attempts that you're doing to help them. Number three, we talk about building a structure sufficient to the resistance of your loved one. 
We're going to start building a plan. We're going to start closing the walls on them to help them get the help they need. And then number four is the gift. How do we attempt to save their life? What is it that we can do and offer them that will ultimately change the course of their life? This is it. I hope, I, I hope that really made sense, right? It does to me because I'm fluent in this language, but I, I truly, I, I, I can't say enough about this, what we're talking about here, because these facilities that he's talking about, we don't, we don't are not in cahoots with any facilities around here. This isn't like, oh, I'm just trying to get people loaded into this place because I get a kickback from them. It, it, that's not a thing. But what I love is how absolutely critical this information is to get into the hands of all of these parents, siblings, uh, um, spouses that are going, I, I, I know that there's this good place. I researched it, but I, I can't get them to go. They won't go. I, I've asked them. They, they freaked out on me. They'll, they're never going to go. And, and they can, anyone can get online and take a, a, a digital course and, and learn, okay, how can I approach this differently? Or how can I see this um, from a different perspective so that my, my vantage point is better? Yeah, well, the reality is if you're trying to help your loved one suffering from an addiction, it feels like you're in a fight. You're in a 10-round fight. fight, right? Yeah. So Living Proof Academy, our digital courses, is to be on your team. We're in your corner. We're helping you understand how to better approach this fight. For example, yesterday my wife and I threw our hands up. We said, our kids don't listen. We are failing at parents, right? We we. Uh, I didn't want to get into it. Like yes. we were, we were most emotional. <laughs> Feels that way. Are we the only parents in the world? Our kids don't listen. We're failing. Like our, our kids don't listen. So we're researching and we're looking at different ways, different methods and tools that we can do to improve our approach. Right. Right. So same thing. Living proof is here to help you. Except I will say what I believe is the key component that just makes this so incredible, so invaluable is this is not coming from somebody who studied addiction. This information is coming from somebody who somehow, some way, miraculously survived one of the most vicious, gut-wrenching addictions on earth and is now looking at it from the perspective of, I lived through it. I was that person. I know how stubborn and hard-headed and impossible I was but I'm also a parent now so I know that kind of love and how sometimes it gets in the way of being able to be helpful so I'm going to teach you how to not fail at this anymore correct and most of the families that I've worked with I've got to know everyone in the family very well before I ever even see the face oh I think that one. I think that's the the funniest thing last week um Danny was going to meet with uh, somebody who he had helped facilitate not only get into an inpatient treatment program, but then um, moved on to an outpatient, um, like sober living house. And yeah. months he was, of work. Yeah. Yeah. M months of work. And he said, you know, I'm really excited to see this person today. I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see what he looks like. And I thought, oh my gosh, yeah. this is so funny. Like, 
you are, are now, you know, three, four months later seeing this person that you've been working so hard for, but it was because he was so entrenched with the parents and the, well, the family. The beauty of it is that's what it took. Exactly. That's that's why working, it's different, and that's why it works. Working with the family, we were able to teach them the tools to get him help. Because to be honest, let's just get real. If they would have just said, "Go talk to him and make him go," that what attempt, do you think? it might have resonated a little bit more because I can tell them, "Hey, I know I've been there," but it would have been as beneficial and made as big of impact as what you've done, which was nothing. So. Listen, today we could go on about these topics forever. Is there anything else you want to add at this point? Yeah. Go to the website. Go look at all of the courses and watch the teasers and understand how critical this information is. And honestly, if you are the mom, the sister, the spouse, the whoever that is attached to this circumstance, stop questioning how you're going to make them the person that's struggling, do what you want them to do and start looking at what you can do. And that is watch these courses, change your perspective, change your approach. I I promise it will be 100% worth every ounce of your time. The guarantee is it's transformative. You will understand better how to help them. Is there a guarantee that they'll get help? Never. But for the first time, you'll be effective at what you're doing and at minimum, regain sanity in your life for understanding what you can do to help and what you can't Absolutely do. Absolutely. So that, that is the guarantee in there. We have yet to have any negative feedback from these courses. We know it will help you get from this terrible place you're at now to a much better understanding of how to proceed forward. Is that amen. You guys, thanks for sticking it out with us today. In our next episode, we're going to share with you the mantra in which we live by. It's the foundation for our business and also the key to success for our life. So thanks for sticking out with us today and have a good one.